Welcome to this episode of my podcast. My name is Kalsum Butt, and I specialize in training medical professionals how to get the score they need in IELTS or OET so that they can get their dream job, take their career to the next level and start living their best life with their families by providing them with bigger and better opportunities. Before I start with the main topic for this week's episode, I just want to make you aware of how you can use this podcast to your maximum advantage. This is no ordinary podcast. You can use this podcast by one, simply listening to the podcast to get some advice that will help you in your IELTS or OET preparation. Number two, actively listening to this podcast to improve your listening skills. I try to keep it short. I know you guys are very busy people, but you can use it for focused listening practice. So you can use the show notes, which is a complete transcript of each episode. You can read the episode as you listen and analyze the language, learn new words or phrases, practice pronunciation and intonation. Number three, Also included in the show notes are some comprehension style questions that you can use by reading the transcript, using your skimming and scanning techniques to answer the questions. Answers are provided at the end, but you can also check your answers by listening to the podcast. Number four, you can use it as a listening test and answer the same questions while listening. And number five, I also include a brief analysis of some useful words or phrases that I have used in the podcast, which you can learn. So it's up to you how you would like to use this tool. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and social media so that more people can benefit from it too. Hi and welcome to this episode. So it's been a while since I've done an episode and the reason for that is that I've been quite busy launching my OET success membership which started on the 1st of March. So the way it works is Monday to Thursday we focus on one subtest each day. So Monday is all about reading, Tuesday is about listening, Wednesday is about speaking, and Thursday is all about writing. Friday is um, a Q&A day where you can ask me questions and we go through any problems from the week's work. And then Saturday and Sunday are implement- implementation days where you uh, where there's no new lessons that are posted Um, And you just kind of catch up on the week's homework, um, practice the strategies that you've learned during the week and watch any lessons that you've missed. Um, So, you know, I've just been busy really setting that up um, for the students and just making sure everybody's happy and comfortable with the way it works. Um, So, yeah, so that's all up and running now. And if you'd like to join, I've left the link in the show notes it's a pay monthly web membership and it costs just £24.99 per month and you can cancel at any time. Now, I know there's lots of OET memberships out there, so you're probably thinking, you know, what's the difference between this one and, and other OET memberships? Um, you know, why should I join this one? Why should I join your membership site? Um The problem with the other memberships is that there are too many students in them and you never really get any feedback or um, you never really get your questions answered. 
Um, how do I know this? Well, I've had many students come to me that have left those bigger memberships because they don't get the help that they need and they wanted to come and train with me. Um, why do they want to come and train with me? Because they know I keep my membership quite small. Um, it's, it's not so big where I don't know each member, um, each student, but it's, um, it, it's just small enough so I know who's in the group and I know how to help each and every person. Um, and this is important for me um, because every student is different. And every student needs to be helped differently. And the one size fits all um, kind of model to a membership, it doesn't really work. Um, so, you know, if you would like to join, then you can find the link in the show notes. OK, so let's talk about this episode, um, which is all about the art of predicting the answer in OET listening part A. So part A consists of two sets of case notes with missing information in them, which you need to complete by listening to the consultation between the medical professional and the patient. Um, you are given 30 seconds to read the case notes before the audio begins. And this is where the art of prediction begins. This is the key to scoring well in part A. You need to learn how to predict what the answer might be by using your vocabulary and your grammar knowledge. Now, obviously, you won't be able to predict the exact answer and, and some you won't be able to predict at all. However, that's not the point. The point is, if you practice this skill really well, then you can predict about 95% of the answers. Um, not the exact answer, but roughly what type of answer you need to listen for. Um, and this is a really powerful thing to be able to do, because not only does it familiarize you with the case notes and what you're about to hear, but it trains your ears um, to get ready to listen for the answers or for the type of answers. And it gets you familiar with the type of language, it gets you to think about synonyms and paraphrasing and how the audio might use different words to that of the case notes. More about that a bit later. Um, so how do you predict and how can you do it in 30 seconds? So let's talk about how to predict first. So this is where your grammar knowledge and especially your vocabulary knowledge becomes very important. Remember, I keep saying that vocabulary is the key to success for all of OET. It will help you in every subtest and it must be something you work on every day. Um, I've done a whole podcast on learning vocabulary. Um, so please go listen to that. Uh, it's all about how to learn vocabulary on a daily basis and how to learn it in the correct way. And I'll leave the link to that episode in the show notes as well. So knowledge of grammar, first of all, can help you to predict. Um, let me give you a few examples. So uh, a case note may say suffers from and then blank. So this must be followed by a noun or a noun phrase like backache or migraines. So suffers from, 
And then it has to be a noun or a noun phrase, a backache or migraines or something like that. So that's your vocabulary knowledge coming into play there. Another example of vocab uh, a grammar knowledge is um, where you have where the case notes talk about the occupation of the patient. So it would say something like works as an. So if it's saying works as an an, then you know from your grammar knowledge that the next word will have to begin with a vowel. So the occupation is going to be is going to begin with either an A, E, I, O, U. So it could be something like electrician, accountant. So works as an electrician or works as an accountant. So there's your vocabulary knowledge. So you know, sorry, not your vocabulary, your grammar knowledge coming here to help you. So, you know, you can... Obviously, you can't predict the, the actual occupation, the job that the patient does, but you can, you, you've trained your ears to think, right, okay, I know that the occupation, whatever it's going to be, is going to begin with either an A, E, I, O, U. So you kind of think of a few things, perhaps, if you have time. Similarly, if it is not an an, it will be a, so works as a. So that will be any other letter. So a builder, a teacher and, and so on. So, you know, your vocabulary, your, I keep saying vocabulary, your grammar knowledge really helps you in some instances here. So it's really important to use that in those 30 seconds. Also, the answers you need can be taken directly from the dialogue, from the consultation. But you have to be careful because the language in the case notes will be different from what you hear in the audio. So this is where your vocabulary knowledge is so important. So things like using synonyms and paraphrasing to identify the answers. And this is where a lot of students lose marks because they never prioritize vocabulary in their preparation or they never practice this skill for the listening test. Um, and that's a huge, huge mistake. You're putting yourself at such a big disadvantage before you've even begun. So let's take a look at some examples. So for example, the notes may say oral medication. So one of the headings may be oral medication, and then there's a gap where you have to write the answer. Um, but the audio, won't say oral medication, it will say, it will mention something like tablets or pills, which are oral medication, but they've used a different way of saying it. So you will need to be able to quickly identify this and put the two together. So oral medication, tablets, or oral medication, pills. Um, another example is the, um, the case notes will say inability to, and in the audio, the patient may say, I can't. So I can't, um, I can't get out of bed or uh, in the morning or I can't sleep at night. But your case notes will say inability to. So you've got to pick up and make that connection between I can't and inability to. So you see the case notes and the audio don't match, but you need to use your vocabulary knowledge to connect 
the case notes and the audio together. So you really need to focus on vocabulary and the language used by patients to describe symptoms and conditions. Really explore and learn the language, write it down and learn it. So here are some more examples to give you some more ideas on, on the kind of vocabulary you need to be focusing on. And remember, it's, it's you know, the, the, the answers in the listening part A will come from the patient. So you really need to get familiar with the way the patient, um, you know, a lay person will talk about symptoms and conditions in English. So, for example, um, persistent blank cough. So persistent something blank, where you have to write the word cough. So you need to explore how a cough can be described. How would a patient describe a cough, a persistent cough? Um, so let's look at the word cough first. How could you describe the word cough? It could be a dry cough. It could be a tickly cough, a painful cough, a chesty cough. Are there any more? Those are the main ones that I could think of. Um, so you need to be aware that these are the different ways of describing a cough. So these, you know, one of these ways will be mentioned. So you're predicting from your vocabulary knowledge of how a cough can be described, what will you will hear in the audio. What is another way of saying persistent? So um, another way of saying persistent would be non-stop, non-stop dry cough or continuous, continuous dry cough or um, I can't stop coughing, can't stop, persistent, can't stop. Um, yeah, so another example is complains of lack of so lack of what's another way of saying lack of what does lack of mean lack of means not enough so the case notes may say lack of but the patient will say perhaps not getting enough sleep meaning lack of sleep or it could be lack of appetite or, you know, they could say, I just don't feel hungry. I, I, I've lost my appetite or I have a um, I don't have a lot of energy. So that all means lack of lack of energy, lack of appetite, lack of sleep. So these words go together. So lack of sleep, lack of energy. Um, lack of appetite, lack of, and all these words I've just used, these are words that go together. These are called collocations. So you need to know what these words are, what words go together. And, you know, this is all vocabulary work you need to do on a daily basis. Get a good dictionary, an Oxford Learner's Dictionary. You can look at it online and all the information you need is in there. Another example, undergone. Is, an, is a quite a frequent word that's used in the case note. So undergone a procedure, undergone surgery, undergone tests, undergone scan, undergone treatment. So these are words again that go together. Um, so the patient won't say I, uh, you know, undergone, they'll say I had surgery or I had an operation or I had some tests done 
or you know I had a scan done last week um so they'll say that so you know you need to make that connection from undergone to I had done or I had um again these words go together you need to do that vocabulary work to help you predict what the answers might be um, other powerful prediction methods are using the subheadings in the case notes. So the case notes will have subheadings down the side, like background, condition, family history, medication, surgical history. So these are usually in bold down the side of the case notes. And these act as a guide. They guide you through the audio. Um, they're like signposts. So when the doc doctor says, in the audio okay can i ask you a few questions about your diet you know exactly where you are on the case notes where it says diet so you don't get lost if you do get lost you you can easily find your way back to the case notes so you know exactly where you are um, and the subheadings give you clues about the subject matter and together with the grammar and your vocabulary knowledge it can help you predict the type of answers so as I've mentioned before, just like with everything with OET, it all takes practice. Each skill you learn, each strategy needs to be practiced individually on its own before you can incorporate it into your main answer strategy for the test. So you've really got to break down each of the skills that you need to learn. So vocabulary, grammar, predicting um skimming and scanning you know these are all the set individual skills that you really need to um practice individually on their own in isolation and it's only then that you can bring all of these skills together as part of your whole answer strategy and then practice that for the actual test so your main answer strategy for the test so in this case, you need to practice the skill of predicting. The way in which you do this is to get a few listening part A questions. You can go onto the OET website and get a few. Give yourself 30 seconds. So this is how you practice to do this in 30 seconds. Give yourself more than 30 seconds if you need to, um, especially if you're starting out, um, especially if you find this difficult. Um, Always, always start off slowly. You know, give yourself a minute if you need to, or more than a minute if you need to, if you're just starting out or you're finding this difficult. And then just practice. And the more you practice, reduce the time as you get more confident. Um, so give the time that you need. And in that time, predict the answer. Predict what the answer is likely to be. Remember, the aim is not to predict the exact right answer. That's not possible. But you are predicting the type of answer. Then either listen to the audio or read the transcript and check how close your predictions were. Keep doing this. Repeat again and again and again with different um, sets of case notes until you're able to predict the majority of the answers in 30 seconds. So you're just practicing like a skill you know, just doing it over and over again until you get quicker and you get more accurate. Um, and the important thing here to remember is to analyze the ones you weren't able to predict or predicted incorrectly. You know, why did you get it wrong? 
look at why you got it wrong. Was it because of the vocabulary? Was it because of the grammar? Um, could you not think of the synonym? Um, you know, why did you make that mistake? Um, you learn the most from your mistakes and analyzing them. So don't make, uh, so that you don't make those mistakes again. So, you know, mistakes are good. I always say to my students, mistakes are fantastic because it means you're gonna learn from it and you learn the most from your mistakes. The important thing is, is to analyze those mistakes, acknowledge those mistakes and learn from them. Other really effective practice techniques are to look at medical um, or health related articles or videos. Um, you know, there's, you know, the internet is full of these things on, on YouTube and so on and um, TED Talks and things like that. Uh, the BBC website, um, look at the title of the article or the video and any subheadings and perhaps read the first sentence of each paragraph and try to predict what the article or even what each paragraph is about. This is a really good exercise because it trains your brain to predict. And the more you practice, the stronger that skill will become, you know, just like a muscle, the more you exercise a muscle, the stronger it becomes um, and the easier it becomes. And, you know, you can do the same for videos as well. Okay, well, I hope you found this episode useful. Um, if you have any questions, just email me at englishwithitutor at gmail.com. You'll find my email in the show notes, along with the links to my free OET training, Planning for OET Success. If you've not downloaded that, it's a free um, uh, training. It's five videos, which goes through basically how to set yourself up for um, success, getting the score that you need in OET, you know, planning your time, planning um, how you're going to study, when you're going to study, what you're going to study, um, like a, you know, a proper um, a study timetable, how to manage your time, how to identify your daily non-negotiable activities, um, how to have the right study mindset, everything you need to be doing for all of the subtests. So each of the videos is dedicated to one subtest. So, you know, how should you be practicing the writing, the reading, the listening, the speaking? Um, so each video is on one subtest. So I, I strongly recommend you go and download it. It's free, um, it's yours to keep. And trust me, you'll go back to it again and again and again. The feedback that I've had from that training um, that people have, have gone through has been amazing so you know you don't want to miss that and also uh like i mentioned at the beginning the link to join my oet success membership training love to see you in there um and train with us and get the help that you need the support and guidance and the, the all important feedback you need to get the score that you need um i hope to see you in there in the meantime keep working hard and take care and let me know if you have any questions
I really hope you have found this episode useful. Please let me know if you have. I would love to get your feedback. And if there is something you would like me to do an episode on uh, for IELTS or for OET, please just let me know. The details on how you can contact me are in the show notes of this episode. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you are not willing to change or implement advice and you keep doing the same thing, you will keep getting the same results again and again. Real progress, real improvement comes when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and on your social media so that more people can benefit too. Take care and keep working hard.